It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. All right, she's in the room. I mean, she's in the room. Oh, doesn't it feel weird that we're not in person? This feels like a bit of a danger wank, mate, because my kids are literally upstairs and there is, there, I am the parent, so I just yep. feel like... <laughs> any moment now, any moment now a child will interrupt. I can hear them already. It's like, it was so quiet. You, you, what is it about children being quiet that two minutes feels like 35? Yeah, well, also you, know you just mean? suddenly think, wait a minute, what's going on up there? No, I don't. I don't. I say it's fine because one is old enough to tell me if the other one's bleeding. So, do you ever get that thought though? Just suddenly, like if Oliver's playing up because he does play upstairs on his own. Really, I love it. Um, and if it's just me and him in the house, and then I haven't heard from him, then I just suddenly think, oh my god, what if he's suffocating? Yeah, what if he strangled himself. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, everything, everything, everything you can possibly think of goes through my mind, and <laughs> the horrible. only thing that stops me is me going, Laura, that is utterly ridiculous. But I sometimes I do have to go and check. Yeah. And he'll be quite happy playing. And I'm yeah. like, do you want a drink? Because <laughs> yeah. I've just made up a reason as to why I've gone to see him, which then disrupts the peace because That's he then it. follows me. And they're like, oh, can I have your attention now? No, thank you. Anyway, sorry, let's let's just say we have just we are getting off the back of the joy and dopamine hit that is us being together. Together for 48 hours. You came to my neck of the woods. Which you always said you will never come to Portsmouth. No, because you don't like shits and spits central. (laughs) I hate to smell, but I haven't put deodorant on my armpit. And you know when it it feels moist down down there, around there. So I just know it's bad. So yeah, we, you came. I'm so, it was so lovely. It was, it was so bloody lovely. I felt, I felt probably like better. I was on my holidays. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're going on my holidays because we were on the beach searching for shark teeth and all sorts of shit. Mate, Not- <laughs> don't. I knew, I knew it. Go on. <laughs> I mean, there was just so many hilarious moments of the uh, time that we spent together. Um, <sighs> but we were on the beach and there was what I just looked at and instantly thought, that's a turd. And I said to Laura, is that shit? And she fucking picked it up and broke it in half. And yes, it was It was a shit. It was a fossilised poo. I mean, I, it wasn't a prehistoric shit. I'm going to say it was a lot more recent. Yeah, maybe like, what, a year? I said, no, it's just a stone. And then <laughs> it I broke, exactly it broke. Like <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've just literally touched someone else's poo. And and she also told me that they pumped the sewage into the sea. So it's like, it was probably a human turd. Yeah, I can't believe it. And you know what? After that, I didn't want to raise it, but I, I saw a lot of them. Yeah, I saw those so brown, many. There were so many of them. What's happening to this country? God knows. Can't believe it. I mean, Fucking I can't Tories, even, I mean we let our kids go in there, didn't we? So oh, we yeah, 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 yeah. We absolutely. Yeah. Bit of diphtheria, never killed anyone. Oh, actually, it did. It killed thousands. It's fine, though. There's antibiotics or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hope so. We can just give them some type of, you know, dandelion tincture and they'll yeah, be fine. It'll be all right. Uh, but the best thing that came out of this situation was our children. Becoming oh, the friends. blossoming friendship between which, Toby and Oliver. Which was adorable. It was Hilarious. so adorable. 
and oh, hilarious and hilarious yeah just uh, they're little sweet little beings um and their interaction with each other i mean yeah oliver hasn't stopped talking about his new best friend toby so he's already planned you guys coming to london to well stay. i mean obviously toby was in tears he wasn't he was crying about his leg the door on the lego um on the Lego car and not about Oliver. And then when I suggested it was about Oliver, it's like, it's nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> to do with the car door. I was like, of course. Of course that is oh, something what was funny you was that cry over. We were first arrived, obviously like, you know, any human beings, they don't know each other. So no. there was like some sort of getting to know you, but they both just would not leave us alone, would they? No, so we literally could not finish a sentence. I'm pretty and... sure it, it, on average we managed about three words before we heard the word mum, mummy. Yeah. yeah. And and so we had about eight different topics open, didn't we, on the table that we were was, talking about. But then we were like, what are we talking about again? <laughs> it was so intense. So intense. So I don't, I don't even know if we did finish a, a subject. Really. Not really. Not on that day because it was just too much. And no. then we took them out for dinner. And um, which was I mean, a terrible idea. Why did we do that? Why did we just stay at home and put a fucking film on? I know, I know. I think we were trying to be like, it's an occasion, yeah. but um, yeah, I stayed in the little Airbnb down the road from you, didn't I? Yeah, um, because Oliver's allergic to the old dogs, although he didn't flare up though, no, did he? No, he didn't. I think he's past it. Bloody hell, your dogs, mate. Will- on, Willow, I know is in love me with and Willow you. would be like BFFs, but fucking yeah. hell, I adore her. <laughs> I'm gonna put the picture of me and her as my screensaver. <laughs> she she's a she's a legend. She's, she's yeah. so lovely. She's just such. Oliver a nice said that dog. one. She was like, "That one's my favorite." Which one was your favorite, Mummy? Well, I was my favorite. Um, but yeah, being at Laurie's house is like they're a bit like hanging around with fucking Doctor Doolittle. There are so <laughs> many animals; it's mental. It's like, oh look, here's another animal. Here's another animal. Just so many animals. Couldn't believe it. Well, there were t- two turtoises, which is yes, obviously Oliver uh, Oliver's them. term. Yeah, uh, four mice, two dogs, and a partridge in, in a pear tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough, isn't it? I that, think that's, I think that's enough. Yes, that is enough. Um, he was intrigued by. I was intrigued by the tortoises. What a weird! Yeah, you were. I didn't expect you mad to. Creature. I just, I just don't believe they're real. I just look at them like you've got to be an animatronic or something because you just look <laughs> so. They're so far from a human being, is what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, they are. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But then so's an ant. Yeah, I suppose. But I wouldn't keep an ant as a pet, mate. No. <laughs> oh, we talking pets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just they're just strange. But I was there for it. I liked it, <laughs> even though it kept trying to eat my toes. Um, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had a lovely then, time. And then the second day, well, we went to the beach and that was lovely. I'm obviously now a beach convert. I want to move to the beach, the seaside. I need With to. With all the turds. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love a, I love a fossilised shit. Fossilised turd. It's great. It's look the, I think the thing that you learn to do above all else is you look the other way, love. Look the other way. Because yeah. we where we stayed was so close to the beach. So I took Oliver down there at like 8.30 on the yesterday. And we just hung around for like an hour and a half, read my book. He potted about with his stone mates. <laughs> He basically just makes friends with stones and gets them to talk to each other. It's fantastic. What I think all that is shows is in fantastic uh, imagination. And that goes indeed. far in life. That goes really far. And then once Oliver and Toby had bonded, um, they were just off, weren't they? They yeah. just left us alone. Yeah. Well, hilariously, I didn't tell you this bit, but um, Toby at one point, you know, on the first day, a couple of times, he was like, mum, I need to have a word with you. Yeah, that's right. It's so serious. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, 
uh, I think it was when we were coming, we were walking along our road. He said, Mum, I need to have a word with you. I said, okay. He went, why is he following me? Yeah. I was like, because he doesn't know where he's going. I don't like people following me. I said, well, he's, he's not following you. He said, he is following me. It makes he's, me feel funny. It's like because literally it, walking behind you, mate, because you're or, taking or, us somewhere. Or... You were walking up front and he was yeah. like, I don't like him following me. It's fucking out, Toby. Give the kid a fucking break. He's never been here before. But then that but was then, it. Yeah, they bonded. They bonded. And, um, and what a beautiful oh, little a friendship party. it was. That was my it favorite was, yeah. Thing. Until, because we just let them go wild with Alexa. We did. And then <laughs> I, 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 my ears pricked up because we were sat in the back garden. The weather's been lovely. My ears pricked up. I was like, what the fuck? So that doesn't sound like a song that a kid should be listening to. And then Oliver appeared in the back garden looking a bit sheepish. Yeah, but and you went, oh, we listened to it. And he went, a Willy Bum Bum song. We were like, oh, that's fine. And then Toby appears and he went, Mum, <laughs> they're saying about big hairy balls. I was like, no, that's definitely not Willy Bum Bum song. We'll change it. We need it. to get that off. It sounded like an orgasming woman. So yeah, it was very odd, wasn't it? I think they had a bit of sex education. Probably. There you go. Leave it to Alexa. Stand young. Oliver taught Toby to ask Alexa the most inane questions that you could ever possibly imagine. Yeah. And then uh, Toby forced uh, Oliver to become friends with Alexa. (laughs) I love how Toby can make a blossoming friendship with Alexa and yet he struggles with human beings. Well, not now. Not Not now. now I I was, uh, that was my biggest worry is whether they would get on and to see them get on was just so, so heartwarming. It really sets sets the tone for your um, time together as adults, doesn't it? Yeah, Because if they're mates, then they can just fuck off and leave you alone. But if they're not, then you've got to constantly intervene and that's just no fun and it, i think it. it would kind of break my heart if they didn't because it would be like oh my god our families cannot merge and be I know. Good together that's what, well that's the next step now we've got to get, bring the boys and steve to, i mean they have met they met at the science museum didn't they yeah, but, but that was very that brief was so and chaotic. chaotic um but i was like yeah yeah steve's a really nice guy i want to <laughs> talk to him as a really nice guy i said i think you two get on really well together so the the, the historical step. facts just everything steve would be yeah. there for that Belbin because rob would ask the question merge. and steve steve would give the answer or between the two of them they would have a discussion over it which sounds so unbelievably shit so mate come on they talk about something so boring it'd be great they could just like you know wank each other off with shit facts and me and I you think, uh, yeah. our hilarious selves or our children there you go beautiful yeah, and- yeah so that's a little Little uh, uh, roundup of our forty-eight hours together. I'm so was, pleased we did it. It was when you left yesterday. I felt ref- like something really good had happened, but I also felt horrifically sad you had gone. Yeah, I know. It was like this isn't long enough. And yeah. then I was thinking the drive home took back in four hours, which was not ideal. But I was thinking, oh, I should have just stayed till the evening and driven back in the evening because oh, the traffic would, it have, been... would have been non-existent yeah because when i first checked i mean how boring is this on a podcast chat but the first time i checked the journey which was at, it was like half eight or something in the night it was um two hours four minutes or something lesson learned yeah next time. time next time sweetheart next there's always, time there's always a next time so yeah, we we what we've decided is I have found a little flat that is a six minute walk from your house and lock, stock and barrel. Us and the dogs, we're coming. That's it. Come. We're coming to London. Do you know what was really lovely as well? Not something I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. Was um having that little breakaway with just Oliver, just one child. 
You know, neither have I. And it kind of spurred me on to think about actually how nice that would be for my kids. Oh, my God. It was so lovely. We had a little Airbnb. We shared a bed. And um, it was just like, felt like such a novelty for it to just be us two. Yeah. I got to spend proper time with him. Like, he was so cute in the mornings. Waking up, having our little croissant in bed, having a little chat, watching a bit of TV in bed. He just absolutely fucking loved it. But if we can do, if I can like kind of arrange it so that I do, I don't know, you only need like a night or two nights away with them each. If I could do that, I'm definitely going to try and incorporate that once a year to take them each away just for a couple of nights on I their own. I think I will as well. I think that's a really lovely idea. I don't know. It's just made me go, oh, actually, you know what? I don't, you don't stop and think, do you? But you go, oh, I've never done that with my kids before. No. And I know that they both really benefit. I mean, Elliot is probably like, fuck off, mum. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think he would be. I think if he got all of my attention, the only problem with Elliot at his age, he's like, oh, uh, so what are you going to buy me? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah this sounds like it's going to be expensive for you so i'm in yeah yeah well i mean oliver's like that anyway he's like oh can i get a coloring book can i get this can i get that oh and a uh, little bit of news on the um on the holiday he did uh swallow his tooth um he's lost four teeth and he's not a one tooth of those swallowing extraordinaire <laughs> has made it out of his mouth <laughs> it's come out by his bum um i just so can't get it Imagine if those teeth are just collecting and eventually he'll just have a whole jaw down there because they haven't pooed he'll out. He'll basically have a set of teeth in his yeah. in his stomach just like chomping away. It's like, what yeah. the hell? Oh, look, I've gone all blurry. That's oh, you weird. have gone blurry. Your little hand ruined it. Oh, oh look. There we go. Her hand is healing. Yeah, so I'll get my stitches out tomorrow. Oh, what? I know, I'm you scared. You did show it to me. I did show it to her, yeah. yeah. It looks all right though, doesn't it? It's just stitches. But it feels, you kept laughing at me because every time I use my hands. Oh my God. It's like she was kung fuing the air. <laughs> oh my God. It's so Because stiff. you're like me, like you're very animated yeah, in the way that you my talk. Hands. Yeah. I have to use my hands when I talk as well. Right. I actually did an interview once. for the, I did get the job to be fair, so I obviously impressed them. Oh. But they said that, they have never ever seen anybody you like use their hands so voraciously as I did in that interview. It actually it was I think you do like big fish, little fish. Basically, <laughs> just going for it. Even it's that she's a robot. Uh, so I've got a couple of confessions here, Vic, if you oh, like. And I've got some historical facts for you. Yeah, hello. I love the historical facts. They're so hilarious. Um, So I I thought, yeah, I'll bring those back. Um, So I'll do one of those in a minute once you've done some confessions. Okay. Well, I've got one here. I cleared the dance floor in a club with a deadly fart and let some poor lad take the blame. I don't think that's that bad, mate. I think that's standard. I do that all the time. The only thing, you know what it is nowadays with clubs is that back in the day when people used to smoke, you could absolutely, you could pretty much do liquid diarrhea and no one would even suspect because it just smelt of cigarette smoke. But then when that changed. I don't know about that. Oh God. Yes, definitely. Don't you, what, like a hundred people smoking in a small enclosed space. And you, I would still be able to question a fart. Isn't it wild though that we used to do that? <laughs> what? Fart on the dance floor around smoke? No, mate, fart on the dancing floor is, farting on the dancing floor Fart <laughs> is, um, Farting on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Ellis Beck's the number in it. It's just like a standard behaviour. I fart everywhere, you know this. I did one in the fucking... I do them in the supermarket all the time. No shame. 
and they're quite audible. I can't yeah, I help it. Well, you're terrible. You're I know, like but I, I just can't. Honestly, the people in my life that I love the most have got the worst bums. It's my gut, so I can't control them. They, I don't they, understand They control it. me. They, well, Steve's ruled by his. I I hate him for it. Like, it really <laughs> makes me cross. I'm like, you're just vile, a yeah. vile human being. That we can't help it. It's not He doesn't fault. even break a sweat. It just happens. Yeah, same here. Just slip out, mate. I feel like I've got um, fart incontinence. Don't know if that's a thing. Maybe it is. Flatulence incontinence. This one, fucking hell, I would have done it. I wiped my period blood on my face at school and said it was a nosebleed just to go home and it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a bit rough, isn't it? I would have done that. Uh, Yeah, to be fair, I used to do all sorts of things to get out of school. I was like a really um, good fake ill. Oh my God. Have I not ever told you about my ability to fake uh, illness? When I was in a junior school, I think I probably did about five days. What did you? What, did, what was your trick? When I was six, I had glandular fever, which, by the way, is oh, like that is so yeah, that wipes you out, doesn't it? Well, it, it's kind. It was kind of unheard of as well. So I used to. I was really ill. Like I was in bed for about a month. I was really poorly. So. I just fucking, I'd be like, oh my glands. And my mum and dad were so terrified. They'd be like, get to bed. Back. Yeah, and yeah. I'd be like, I'd get oh, into bed. Mate. And my dad was the biggest pushover. And because my mum worked in a school, my dad was the one that predominantly stayed at home with me. And like, I'd be like, daddy, can you go and get me a cream egg? And he'd be <laughs> like, oh, Lolly, okay, darling. All right, I'll go and get you a cream egg. Is there anything else you want? And I'd be like, and a cake. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fucking blacked it. <laughs> He loved it. Oh, I'm oh, sure good. there was a part of it that kind of just loved being at home with me while I was pretending to be ill and stuffing my face full of shit. Yeah, probably. I used to do the classic trick of just putting my head against the for- uh, of the, uh, the radiator for ages, so it got <gasps> really hot because we had a strip. That's in- that's genius. You know the strip that you put yeah. on your forehead. So I'd do that, and then they probably I'd- be like, "Fucking hell, she's like, oh my god, she's so hot." <laughs> Get- <laughs> Go back to bed. I'm like. <laughs> I did it like I can remember as well but because I, I did bunk off school quite a bit went through a phase of it I think I had one report I was so sneaky um I had a report one year and my I hated my English teacher she was just a twat so I never went to English ever and then I got my report and then on the page for English it was like Victoria has attended one in every 10 of my lessons <laughs> and I ripped the page out because back then, this is before like anything's digital, isn't it? So they used to give you the report. Oh yeah, mate, it was all written. I mean, what did I what did I read to you? My yes, little you, yes, you did. Age, you read your little report. Age nine. Let me just read this to uh, everybody because it's right here. I'm just going to read to you about what I felt about myself. So this was uh, the 1st of July, 1993. So I was nine years and two months, and it said. I had to write things about intelligence, which is hilarious because I wasn't very intelligent, appearance, imagination, cheerfulness and manners. And for appearance, I said, Laura is a bit pretty and always makes herself look nice. (laughs) And then um, and then for cheerfulness is Laura is very happy and always makes her family laugh a lot. Yeah. Not being funny. Hello. That's it. The comedian was always in here. She was always there. Even always age there. nine and two fucking months. Shall I hit you with some history? Please do. So this this was stuff that people sent sent to me, which I love because I love it when people see this mad shit and go, do you know who I need to send this to? It's Victoria Reeves. I need to send it to Victoria and Laura for the podcast. She loves the fact. But I really hope Toby's not doing anything arseholey up there. 
Well, you'll soon find out, mate, in about half an hour when we finish recording. I mean, because it is deathly quiet and actually even age eight, Toby is the kid you just don't trust. Okay, so here we go. Oh, this is just so great. I have a picture of this particular instrument um, mm-hmm. on my phone. I'll show it to you in a second. Actually, you can have a look and see if you can guess what it what it's used for. Isn't that a labour chair? Yeah, you would have like birthed your baby on this because there's a hole where your fanny is. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. So in Middle Ages, in the Middle Ages, many women of wealth had male tongue slaves. Oh, Sorry. Hello. Male tongue slaves. <laughs> that would serve them when, whenever their husbands were away. The idea of only sitting on a man's face would allow them to experience some pleasure but remain faithful to their husbands. I really oh. like I like this philosophy. Actually. So basically, if I, I say Steve, it. I didn't cheat, he just licked me out. Yeah, be like I sat on his face. It's not cheating. Which is not the same. In ancient Persia, queening chairs, they're called, were crafted to cradle the man's head and neck for support in case he was called to service many women or if the women involved needed longer servicing than usual. And you can kind of see, yeah, there's like a bit of a thing underneath where their head would go. That So they have actually got that. Thinking, they're thinking about the, the neck support. Yeah. Yes. Structure there. You don't want a spinal injury here. You don't. You really don't. Not from giving someone. Now, their poor pleasure. tongue. That's going to be giving it. Women would sit on the chair and drape their dress over it. There was a hole they'd sit over where the man's face was to be. <laughs> that actually fucking blows my mind. I love it though, because. Oh it's my God, like, so do I. Um, Especially back then, you wouldn't have anticipated. Sexual liberation. And yeah. it's a sexual liberation of women being normalised. Like, oh, yeah, but just because my husband's away, it doesn't mean that I can't have an orgasm. No. Where, and- where did we go so fucking wrong then? Because we're now in a day and age where women are like, oh, no, I can only come from penetration because that's what the patriarchy said. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? I mean- There's been a clear divide because there should still be chairs like that that exist. But I get, the only thing is, there should be. Maybe there are. I bet there are. Come on, some of these singer, swingers, sex clubs, oh, yeah. they've got them, haven't There's they? There's going to be shit like that. A tongue slave. I'm going to say to Steve, do you want to be my tongue slave? <laughs> do you, I mean, he'd probably love that. How, is, he, is he a big fan of cunnilingus? Yeah, I mean, Steve, he does his work, you know. He does, he does the work. He, he puts, puts the, the time in. in. He puts the time in. He, he does the effort. Rob loves yeah. it. Um, Rob loves it. I mean, obviously, you hate it, but it. he loves no, it. No, I don't hate Maybe, it. No, so that's why I was joking. I mean, I'd rather... It was lost on me today, my love. Lost on me. Um, oh, my humour. <laughs> oh, God, it's Laura, all falling apart. and always makes herself look nice. Laura is, <laughs> Laura is very happy and always makes her family laugh a lot. Just remember that, Laura. Just remember that. Just remember, Just remember that. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, medieval times. I thought they were using, like, chastity belts and shit like that as well, though. So it seems around about, it? Depended, yeah, it would have depended on the culture, which is very current today, isn't it? Because we still have massive issues with... Women, uh, sort of, or, you know, obviously we don't want to bring a Debbie down into this situation, but just not nice things happening to women generally around yeah. the world. Oh no, here we go. I know. Well, I was going to start bringing, I was going to start throwing some words in and I thought, no, don't. The cunnilingus chair has really brought the tone down actually, isn't it? Actually, in a surprising fashion it has, yeah. Yes, I didn't, wasn't expecting that. We thought it was all liberating and here we are. It is liberating, but I, I'm, less li- I'm less liberated by the idea that that's not current. <laughs> that is oh, no, a, I need it to be going. Days gone past, you know. <laughs> and then something else, just because um, I had my leaping from cunnilingus chairs to my dad, 
Um, my oh dad God. was. Oh, that, I bet he didn't see that coming. My no, my dad was not. cremated, right? So we've got his ashes. Hang on. And <laughs> what's going on? Here? This is taking a weird turn. Um, but it has taken a really weird turn because I'm definitely not doing this in my dad's ashes. But I'm, I'm sitting gonna... on his face. No, I'm going to, well, that's, yeah, essentially what I'm about to tell you. Uh, I'm going to have it turned into jewellery so okay. you can do that. Okay, now, vagina yeah. jewellery? Yeah, or... yeah, of course, yeah. Obviously. Labia piercing. Yeah. Why not? Why not? R.I.P. Ian. R.I.P. Flats, me. fucking hell. Um, so someone sent me this. She said, oh, what about your dad? <laughs> so you can have your loved one's ashes preserved in a glass vibrator. And keep really no the one intimacy alive, okay, even partner. when your former spouse is not. This unique sex toy allows you to pack up to 21 grams of the dearly departed inside of it, so you can enjoy their grams. company every... I got 21 seconds ago. I got... <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that? Would you get Steve's ashes put into no, a dildo? I'd just get another husband. Yeah, I know. Me too. Jesus Christ. Just opens up the market for me. Do you know what I mean? If he's dead, I'll just find someone else. Yeah. Some fusty old ashes. No thanks. Yeah, I'll have a real penis. Thank you very much. And but... I don't like internal um, penises. No. Obviously, <laughs> the real one. But what I mean is I'm not the biggest fan of like dildos. It looks very strange. Look at it. Is that where the, the ashes are going in that weird like bullet? That literally looks like something that is part of a medical procedure. Doesn't it? It looks like yeah. a speculum. It's it's yeah. glass, it's see-through glass, and then it has this weird like metallic bullet within it, which I'm assuming is where the ashes go. It's just very weird. You're not having sex with a ghost. That is grief ranking on a whole new level, isn't it? Oh my god, it really is, yeah. I I, I just no. No. I'm all right. Imagine just... if you just had the if it was put up be like, can you can you just cremate his penis and I'll put those ashes in there? What if what if you were to taxidermy the penis? I mean, literally, I'd have like two specks of ashes if that was the case. We're not but looking like at if you... much. It's not twenty one grams, mate. It's 0.3 of a gram. <laughs> but what taxidermy if... the penis? That yeah. I wonder if you could do that. But then I guess the the sort of overall health of the skin would that keeps going up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like if you just were like, please remove it. Although historically, as far as I'm aware, penises become very inverted towards the latter part of, of death. Yeah. Latter yeah, they, part of death yeah, is do. death, actually. They, they just um, disappear. They just disappear. So they go, but... It would be a nubbin, wouldn't it? You'd yeah. just literally put it on the wall and have it That's as a little... It. Like, Unless it was a sudden the... death. You'd be all right if it was a yeah. sudden death. because You wouldn't have enough happen. time to shrink. <laughs> this is so dark. Um, so we've only got, uh, what, two weeks after the summer holidays? Is that it? I don't even think it's two weeks, my love. No, yours go back. Your kids go back before mine, don't they? The end is in sight. My my Zoom has literally just popped up with playing music, question mark, (laughs) because of my harmonic musical notes coming out of my mouth. Um, Um, Yeah, two weeks left, mate. But, but you know what? It's not, oh, I mean, look, listen, I've got such a bloody stress with the school situation. It is really, really stressing me out. My kids don't have a place in the school yeah. that I want them to go to. Not ideal. Don't know what's going to happen. Until... There's worse situations, but there's also better ones. But you know what I've done? I've bought a school uniform for the school I want them to go to, not the Absolutely. one that they're going to. Do you know what that's called? Mani- that's called manifesting. Yeah, Rob's furious about it though. He's like, why are you buying a uniform for a school they're not even going to? I'm like, you have little faith. Okay. Yes, because it will happen. It's and then happen. when it does happen, you can smugly I look can at it in, in your face. 
Mate, I haven't bought any of the fucking new form. I always tell myself in July, right, that's it, I'm on it. I never am. I will no. always leave it to the absolute last fucking minute. Well, you do need to do it because I bought mine today and it's not getting delivered until the 31st of August. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. don't worry. My mother-in-law, God love her soul, is an M&S. Uh, well, she used to work in Marks and Spencers. And in July, she did order their trousers. Oh, my God. M&S, how posh. Love it. It's only because she does it for us. Yeah, I was going to ask the boss. My mother-in-law, like, who doesn't that. even live close, has more concern over my children's uniform than I do. <laughs> my children's trousers. So expensive. Spent mm. 120 quid in one go. Mate, it's the it's the logo the stuff. And it's like, oh no, they have to wear a logo jumper. Fuck off. You know what? That, that is a good thing here. They don't they don't enforce that. They just oh, they say get it if you want or cunts. don't. Yeah, but it's that's real that's discrimination. Do you know what I mean? Like because yeah, there are lots of people that can't afford it. Weren't they meant to be bringing a law in to stop schools from enforcing it? I'm sure they were. That's bullshit. But obviously, Elliot's at an age where he just wants to fit in, man. He doesn't yeah, want to wear course. a fucking t-shirt that's another logo on it, because then it'll be right. like, oh, you know. You're a loser. You're a loser. Yeah. Go yeah. boy. That's yeah. it's ridiculous that that's still a fucking offensive word. Is it? Is really? Me? Yeah. Hmm. I have to like the people have said it to Elliot, and I've been like, what? It's 2023. How is that even a slang word? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I can't like fucking understand it. No. These children, they're not very progressive. No, I know. I'm surprised by that. I am disappointed, actually, I think it's a word very I disappointed. use. Disappointed we... and a bit cross. Bit cross. Yeah, also, because uh, at the new school that I'm trying to get Edith into, I've just found out the timetable, if she does get in, she don't fucking start school till the 18th of September. Mate, it's so bad. Are you joking you me? Are. She's got two uh, settling in things, which one is an hour and a half, one is two hours. Nothing else until the 18th of September. Are you actually joking me? Of all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with her? I don't even have an answer. Because Rob, Rob can't, he's had so much time off with the, you know, we try and, it's not equal, but we, he does take off lots of time in the holidays over the course of the year so that we can share it. Cause obviously I don't have a job like him. So no. it is more flexible for me, but equally I do need to still, you know, be doing shit. Not be around your children. Oh, hang yeah, on a fucking that. minute. That's me. No, I know. <sighs> yeah. But you've only got yourself to blame, mate. I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's I really too have. late to rectify it now. <laughs> no, it is. And I do completely blame myself for my foolish decision-making skills. Mine basically um, were birthed and then just, yeah, like I shot them out my fanny straight into childcare. <laughs> like, this is ideal. Um, my aunt always said that to me. She went back to work when the, her kids were like six weeks old and she's like, yeah, it's great. Just fucking go back to work, I just, mate. I wouldn't know my ass from no I was so fucking tired. Yeah, that's, that's too, that was too early. How the fuck do you get up for work when you've had a baby literally crying all fucking night? Oh, no, but she, her babies were all very, um, you know, like slept through and... Yeah, I bet they fucking did. Did all that shit, you know? It's like, oh, bollocks. They're like um, that. Oh, we've got to fall in line with mum's regime. She's yeah, got to be in work tomorrow. Amazingly rounded, lovely human beings now, grown up. Go. So, you know, she, she did a Maybe good job Maybe that was there. the way. I think so. Um, do you know what I did this morning? What? I had a little therapy session. <gasps> How did it go? Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. I'm emotionally well, emotion disappointed. Well, it was a bit of a funny one because no, it was like right. it, was an, it was an assessment rather than the actual therapist that I'm going to be working with. So, or not assessment, you know what I mean? Like a whatever, getting to know you type thing. Getting to know you, like yeah. getting to know all about you. So, like, what brings you to therapy? Uh, yeah, 
quite a lot to uh, discuss in that fact. Um, yeah, so it was that kind of thing, but it was all right. It was all right. Not been well, in the well game done. for a while, have I? That, well, no, and when you get out the game, it's quite hard because you think, fucking hell, I've got to get back into it and then I've got to explain everything and that can be quite overwhelming, but you fucking did it, love. Did it. I'm on, fucking on the road. I've actually got quite a funny uh, confession here. Oh, yeah, go on then. Um, it's actually not funny, but oh. it is because I think it's hilarious because I'm sick. But I've got a confession for you two, Slags. When my now 17-year-old daughter was four, she got a hamster who turned out to be fucking evil and untouchable. Have you ever... I had one of them. They're vile. They are fucking horrible. Well, I'm not surprised, mate. Are you sure you're not? No, you're not surprised I had a fucking hamster. Uh, but after a few months, I was cleaning the cage out in the garden and I looked at this evil little shit thinking, great, I will be doing this every week for months and you are literally feral. I made a snap decision to free the hamster. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> after I told everyone it escaped and my daughter being told it had gone to heaven for ham- um, gone to heaven for hamsters. <laughs> My neighbours knocked at the door with the evil one. Oh, no. I then decided again to get rid of it straight away. So I got in the car, drove it to a field and let it free. No one's ever known about this until now. <laughs> Felt like a double twat. Once uh, oh once was fair God. enough, but twice in the same day. That's so funny. Hey, look what I found. I found Bertie. <laughs> no. Oh, get fucking dropkick it out the fucking back door, mate. Uh, I can say it's Russian hamsters generally. They are fucking evil. Oh, really? I don't know, but mine Why, was. Because they're like criminal ru- masterminds who plan ru- to take over the world. <laughs> I think they're spies and they're actually sent from Russia. They're called Russian dwarf hamsters, I think they're called. And mine was terrible. Ter- he actually was my brother's and he was so fucking horrible. My brother was like, hey, Laura, I thought you'd like my hamster. And I was like, thanks, Dave. And it was like hanging off of my finger. I was like, oh, I just, I, um, I just never been interested in owning a hamster as a kid. I had two. I had no, no um, sugar. Sugar was an albino hamster and he was the most beautiful thing on this planet. Uh, he he made it three years and I can remember the moment he died. Is that a long time for a hamster? Yeah. Mate, that's the golden years, that is. Right, it's gold okay. standard of a hamster. Yeah. And then I got a DJ and I was like, he, that was the devil hamster. And um, I never got one again. No, I just wasn't interested. My sister had them and I just thought they stank. So I was like, no, thanks. The thing is, not only am I a massive animal lover, Steve is too. Because when Steve and I were together, oh shit, I got him a hamster. Did you really, what? Really? I bought, I bought him a hamster, Bert, who was also really friendly. And then he died and that was sad. I, I then surprised him. I, no, this is going to make you laugh, mate, because I then surprised him with two guinea pigs. <laughs> I'd be like, dumped. <laughs> If anyone got me a fucking, I absolutely love dogs. I love dogs, as you saw. Me and Will, I just love animals, best mates. But I just don't see the. I just don't. I can't connect to one of them. I'm just like, gross. I I don't. uh, To be fair, they look like pubes on legs. All right, just they're just just like pubes on legs. Yeah, but it's just a weird little hairy thing. Pubes on legs. Not interested. It's a merkin. Yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. Well, I don't like them very much anymore because I just don't. 
I don't know, they're just weird, but I do love rabbits. Yeah, I know you want to get a rabbit, but you No, not I don't. To. I genuinely don't want a rabbit because I want to travel and like that would just really fuck up my travel plan. So <laughs> well, like, unlike the four mice and the two dogs and the two. No, because the mice the mice can be left a week. The tortoise sleep for like six months a fucking year. Yeah. And the dogs, obviously, as you, you can imagine, look after we've got quite a lot of people that like to look after our dogs. So yeah. They are so um, cute. They are the nicest dogs ever like they're not jumpy or anything like that they're just really sweet and really chill i love them do you want to know why because they've been exceptionally well trained yeah did you train them yeah i know it's a, it comes as a real surprise i'm gonna get, bring a little bit more of a debbie downer to the situation and that is that i think i said when i was pregnant with elliot we had a six month old cocker right. spaniel and yeah. he went out on the road and got killed by a car yeah so after that happened, we were bereft and we didn't want a dog. And then Elliot was moving from infant school to a completely different junior school and our friends were having dogs. And I was really on the fence. Steve was like, oh, my God, let's get a puppy because obviously he fucks off to work and does nothing uh, looking after it. And then I was like, no, let's do this because this will probably be like a really good thing for him to come home to. And that's when we got Willow. And that's the only reason why. But then after that, I was like, we can't kill this one. So. <laughs> Um, so I need to make sure it does as I say. We were uber strict with her. But uh, honestly, cockapoos, they're just the fucking bitch's tits. They really are. Yeah. They're the best breed. Yeah. And she has trained Indy. It's mad. I don't know how she's done it. She must speak telekinetically because yeah. Indy follows her and listens to her. And like we hadn't had Indy very long and she'd gone missing. And we were in the park and I was like, fuck running but the only reason why I was aware that Indy had gone missing was because Willow was running to me and then running to the trees and running back she was trying to tell me yeah yeah where is she and I was like oh my my god God, she's lassie and then when we we were running around trying to find her and we found her and Willow bolted over to her and bollocked her Really, that's really so bollocks. Funny. They yeah. had a really funny little play fight. They just do a little play fighting with each other, don't they? It's very that cute. That was nothing, mate. That was that was. I'm pretty, just in love. I'm so tame. in love. But she is Willow is like Laura in a dog form. She like, is, she's yeah. so like so oh, I'm happy. She's so loving. But also, if you if you so stop needy. giving her love, she's like fucking love me. <laughs> and like pause you. I don't think you love me enough. I know. She's like do it again. Do it again. That was so funny. <laughs> it's her in a dog. That's that's why I love her so much. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is uh, that is that is her. Yeah. And I think that's why Steve loves her so much. Yeah. And Oliver it's... now loves her so much. Yeah. Oh my about. god, Oliver was just obsessed with trying to kiss her constantly. Oh, god, mercy though. The tonguing situation he, it was like he was in there, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure they like, went to fourth base, mate. Oh yeah, they did. He was just opening his mouth and be like, oh, 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 oh. I was like, Oliver, don't know, do that. She was licking her ass, but he, she he was just, like, why? He was so into it. It was yeah. I think maybe yeah, that wasn't healthy. <laughs> don't worry, it's fine. How much he, he liked worst it. case, he will get bumworms. Yeah. Oh my god, don't tell me that. If mm. I get bumworms because of you. I'm going to put them in the post. I'm going to send them to you. I'm telling you now, if in the next couple of weeks you get bun worms, it's because of Wills. Although yeah, she, hasn't got, she hasn't got worms, so that shouldn't happen. Yeah. But that's how Toby got worms the first time is because a dog licked his mouth. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, Obviously. that's where you get them from generally, isn't it? From dogs. I think so, Animals. which is probably why I've had like 14,000 of them up my vagina. Yeah. Oh, God. There's no. like a fucking colony of them out there. <laughs> colony of worms. But I've um, never been licked in the mouth, so... No. Just I'm in the just a filthy. <laughs> oh, no, God, that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got my dogs and my tongue slaves. 
That's it. They are your tongue saves. You get your little cleaning chair out. Well, you know, you I, can't, you I don't, we can't have sex with them in the room. Like, I can't, no. I struggle to kiss if they're looking because I want to Well, I can understand that now because, yeah, they're so, like, human. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. I get it. You get I get it. it. Right then. So, if you want to send us a story, a confession, any other business, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com. Or what else can they do, Laura? You can go on over to our DMs and you can send us a story on Instagram at No Holes Bar Podcast. I've changed up a little bit, Vic. But okay. let me just say the confessions box does not give us an ad- it doesn't give us adequate room. No. I think what I might start doing as a new segment until I get bored or we forget is we do a confessions hour where it's just the little text box ones. I think so. They're just not bloody long enough. No, and I just reel, I reel a whole fucking load of them off and yeah. then we move on to the stories because because they're just they don't um they don't quench they're my not thirst. juicy enough are they they don't quench my we thirst not, we need more information okay and don't forget you can purchase your sex toys from our website Ooh, um, who's that someone here who's in your house well it was alone no mate someone's just walked into your bathroom oh it's probably rob i think rob and oliver just <gasps> got back when you were like someone's alone i was like what either that is just a fucking ghost has walked in well, there is a robber that's gone into your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to use the toilet for a rob you. Before um, I murder you. Yeah, you can get your... What was I saying? I'm a blah, blah, blah. Sorry, that really... My, my heart was pounding and it wasn't my house. I can't yeah. bear the thought of watching you be murdered. That feels like something <laughs> at Halloween. <laughs> Not ideal. No. Um, yes, yeah, so you can get your sex toys from our website, which is nohosbarbpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, we will see you all next week. The next Tuesday, bitches. And you know what? Isn't that will that be that'll be September? Mate, we would have made it. No, I won't. No, just think of me, please. I've got till no, the 18th I don't of September. Want I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Mic drop. You're fucked. Oh I'm not. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. We love you, slags. Bye. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.